Hi, welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I'm the author of the film review website, Quipster.net. I invite you to check out over 4,000 of my written reviews. You can read there anytime. Quipster.net is where to go. Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. While you're there, I do encourage you to also click the link to my other podcast. It's called Around the World in 80s Movies, covering, of course, films of the 1980s. Just check that out at my website, Quipster.net. Today I'm going to be going to Netflix for the latest film review. It is called Wine Country, a Netflix original film. It is an R-rated film. It does have crude humor, sexual humor, and language. The runtime is an hour and 43 minutes. It's an ensemble cast. It has Amy Poehler, Maya Rudolph, Rachel Dratch, Anna Gasteyer, Paula Pell, Emily Spivey, Tina Fey, and Jason Schwartzman. The director is Amy Poehler. And the screenplay credited to Emily Spivey and Liz Kakowski. Now, the idea for the film Wine Country came from an actual trip that these women took to Sonoma, California, about three years prior to filming this. They were there to celebrate the birthday, the 50th birthday of former Saturday Night Live player Rachel Dratch. And a bunch of Dratch's uh, former colleagues from the show ended up going on that trip. This one changes the setting from Sonoma to Napa Valley, California, but the premise is pretty much the same. Dratch here is joined by fellow Saturday Night Live players like Amy Poehler, Anna Gasteyer, Tina Fey, Maya Rudolph, as well as a couple of the writers from that era, Paula Pell and Emily Spivey, for this trip. Amy Poehler here is making her debut as a director of a feature film. She directed several episodes for television, including, I think, about three episodes of Parks and Recreation. She conceived of making that trip into a movie, along with Emily Spivey, who co-wrote the actual screenplay, along with another former Saturday Night Live writer, Liz Kakowski. Kakowski did not actually go on that trip, but did offer a little bit of perspective as to what she thought was funny and what would make sense to the audience to avoid inside jokes. Now, some of the actual things that happened on that trip get worked into the movie here, from the hiring of a tarot reader to tell their fortunes to Devin, the chef and chaperone played here by Jason Schwartzman that came up to serve a special paella that seemingly takes forever to actually get made. Now, rather than Saturday Night Live, the women on the trip all share a connection here by being former waitresses of a beloved pizza parlor in Chicago. It's there that they all became great friends during their stint. And since then, they've all gone their separate ways career-wise, but they do come together periodically in order to share major life events like this. They all share very distinct personalities. Amy Poehler's Abby over-planning their entire itinerary, which probably reflected her behind the scenes having to keep all of her boisterous longtime comedic friends focused and on time as a director. Maya Rudolph's Naomi expecting the results of a medical test. Rachel Dratch's Rebecca stuck in a steel marriage. Paula Pell's Val looking for love. Anna Gasteyer's Catherine unable to unplug with a major deal going down that's going to affect her career in a very big way. Now, Tina Fey is here. She was initially considered to be part of the main players, but she lacked the time to commit to the role. So instead, she's taking the part of this earthy and no-nonsense owner of the rental house, this gruff and grumbly widow who is beyond caring about what comes out of her mouth at this stage of her life. So a smaller role for Tina Fey 
Much of the momentum for wine country comes from the natural camaraderie that the women do share, likely on and off the camera. It does truly feel like they've known each other for a very long time. And though the presentation can be a little bit flat and a little bit stiff here, there's some good fun to be had in watching how these women play off of each other for laughs, many that surely must have been ad-libbed on the spot. These women share not only their bond from their old pizzeria job, but they also are all around the same age, late 40s into the early 50s, so much of their repartee consists of sharing such things as DUI songs, which are songs that they tend to play and sing loudly when they get inebriated. The Bangles' Eternal Flame, Bill Biv DeVoe's Poison, Kim Wilde's Kids in America— they do have impromptu dance parties and singing along with that. Some of the humor here comes from the generational divide that they have with some of the millennials that they encounter along the way with whom they share very few cultural touchstones to discuss, but eventually there is this mutual appreciation that does develop despite their differences. And of course, there are plenty of jokes about getting older that's spurned on by the tagline, things we say now, which is kind of like, that's what she said, if the she were an older woman. Actual locale work in and near Calistoga, California, gives this comedy authenticity. The interesting to note here is that none of the women who go on this trip to wine country seem to really care that much about the quality of the wine that they're drinking, unlike, say, another movie that is about wine tasting, etc., like Sideways. In fact, these women tend to make fun of these vintners for being proud about their work. There's a scene in here in which they kind of semi-mock one of them for touting their organic winemaking process and the sedimentary residue left in the wine due to it, tartrates, but referred to as wine diamonds by the sommelier, and that sets off a little bit of the mockery. Really, this is a trip into a beautiful part of the country where they can drink and be free and relax and have fun and get reacquainted with one another. Whether they're drinking a $6 or a $60 or a $600 a bottle of wine, that would all be lost on them. The wine is just part of the formula for them getting together and having a good time. Now, the same might also be said about the movie that they're making. Amy Poehler here and company aren't really so much interested in making the finest cinema possible, but in getting together with their pals and having fun, making this movie about their experience, about getting together to have fun. And as such, it does offer up something that you rarely get to see in films. The perspectives and the conversations among this group of middle-aged women about life, about love, about career, and about growing older. It is in these conversations that wine country manages to drift from being what could have been a forgettable trifle to actually digging into some heartfelt truths and ironies about the desire and the need to be with one's friends through thick and thin as they all venture into a more advanced age, carrying all of life's baggage that they've accumulated along the way and yet where they feel like they need to set the table for their spouses or their kids or their own retirement or their future careers. You know, this theme is about forming and reforming intimate connections with others who share a similar value set and this outlook in this world that is increasingly different to them. It's not ostentatious about this angle, and it may have been merely a happy accident that they end up stumbling into it, but that theme does end up coming through clearly by the end of the film. Sure, wine country may be a little bit messy, it's more than a bit slack, but I do think it's organically so. You might end up just seeing this story as resulting in a few thematic diamonds that have resulted from the filmmaking process yourself.
And for that, I'm going to give it a modest recommendation of three stars out of four. Three stars on my scale means that I do recommend it for people who like this kind of movie. Certainly, this is going to resonate a little bit more for those people who fit more into the demographic of the women that are actually in the film. If you're middle-aged or if you're somebody who has a group of longtime friends that you've come to appreciate over the years that you only see once in a while, certainly this is going to resonate much more with you than those who are not. But for those who are or who are open-minded about relating, I do think that some of the thematic underpinnings managed to make Wine Country an amusing and relatable take about longtime friends who managed to get older together and the importance that that bond holds for them. So three stars out of four for Wine Country. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this review. If you did, I do encourage you to click the subscribe button if you haven't done so already, and you'll continue to get my reviews as they come out. As of this recording, I have over 300 reviews you can go to in my back catalog as well, so I do encourage you to check that out wherever you're listening to this right now. If you have your own thoughts on wine country, I do encourage you to go to my website and leave me a note. You can find links to my Twitter feed and Facebook page, as well as my email at quipster.net. Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net.